Blind soccer is something we're about to learn a whole lot about. We had an opportunity to talk with Abby Lezizidis, who is the president of Whitecaps London and is one of those individuals who does so much for the soccer community in this community. And as Abby tells us, blind soccer is going to be happening in London. Yeah, uh, it's happening on August 7th, and I'll, and I'll tell you why. Uh, part of our new uh, Canada licensing that we have, we have a, at Whitecaps London, we have a national youth license. And what that does is it makes us meet certain conditions. It uh, We have to meet certain conditions, and one, one of them is providing an all-accessibilities program, right? And there are so many um, accessibility programs out there. And when we were doing our research, uh, we realized that there's nothing for blind here in London. Um, although I was corrected, uh, there is something called GoBall. And GoBall is really exciting. And if you have a chance to, for any of the listeners or yourself to check it out, it's called GoBall. And it's absolutely fascinating. But this this is actually combining something of involved in our club and it's actually soccer and it's really cool uh how it works and we went to a workshop back um in may uh early may with two of our coaches and myself and we learned a lot and we're taught by some pretty amazing people and some players so take us through then how it works so we have individuals who are vision challenged of various degrees what is happening on the pitch take us right to the field okay so if you can picture a basketball court size field uh, that's the best way to explain it more like a futsal anyone understands futsal that's listening uh, picture a futsal field and the netting is very is smaller like a futsal or like an indoor soccer kind of pitch right um, there are walls along the left and the right There are walls that don't allow the ball to go out. So there's always active play when the ball hits the actual walls. But what's important here is that the ball, you're wondering, how do they know, how do these players know where the, where the ball is? Well, the ball itself inside has, uh, for lack of a better description or word is jingles. It has noisemakers inside the ball. So when the ball's moving, they, the players can hear the ball and that's where they know where to go. Um, but there are many rules about attacking play. Uh, there's this word called boy and basically players that are getting close to each other need to, um, or get close to the ball. They need, to, they always will assume that there's a player nearby and they have to use the word voice. So people know where bodies are to try and avoid collisions and, uh, con- and heavy contact. But I can tell you at the training, Mike, that we were at, Um, you know, we thought we were going to go see some uh, blind soccer and everyone loves each other. And, you know, and we learned very quickly that uh, blind athletes are very competitive, uh, maybe even more competitive than uh, non uh, than sighted athletes, because I'll tell you right now, there was no love lost among those players when they were uh, when they were showing us how they play the game. Uh, None lost. Zero. Abby Lezizidi is joining us, president of Whitecaps London. So coming up in August, blind soccer will be available in London. We'll talk about anyone who may want to take advantage of that and sign up. So on the pitch, there must be a lot of VoIP being yelled all the time. Yes, I, and there, there needs to be. 
because it's actually in the rules and regulations. If you do approach a player and take the ball from them, it's considered a foul if you're not using the word void. Uh, there's there's actually some fascinating rules and regulations regarding, uh, you know, within the play of, of blind soccer. And it's, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's very similar to soccer itself. But um, so if I could just take a step back and explain a little more. So it is five aside, right? So it's five aside on a pitch. And one of those five is a goalie. So there's not six, there is five. So four players in the out, right? And then one player that is a goalie. Now the goalie uh, can be cited. The goalie can be cited and doesn't require to use uh, any type of um, uh, blindfold material. And that's more for a safety reason, right? Because these balls are very heavy uh, and they can hurt a little bit more. And if you were blinded and didn't know a ball was coming at you, then, you know, because once it's kicked, you might hear it move. Uh, but again, the jingles stop, right? And uh, the other piece that is that was fascinating, and I have video from our training, is that when there's a free kick, Mike, um, what happens is there's uh, someone from the same team, an assistant coach, if I can use, they're called a guide. The, the wording is a guide and they're behind the net and they go over and they tap the left side of the net. They tap the right side of the net and they tap, they tap the center. Right. And then that way the player who's taking the free kick knows where the netting is. Right. And that's how they take a free kick accordingly. And you got to see some of these shots that were taken after the guides uh, were tapping the goal nets to tell them where they were. And they would sit behind the net and they would say, uh, the guide would say, okay, kick it at me, kick it at me, hear my voice, hear my voice. And so they're kicking it. The players are kicking it towards the voice where they want, where the guide is asking them to kick it towards. And it was fascinating because nine out of 10 times that ball got nailed in that corner or the top corner or wherever the guide was telling them to, to kick the ball. Right. So these players are incredibly skilled. Uh, Mike, we met players from across Canada that, um, at this training that we went to that uh, are on the Canadian national blind team for water skiing uh, and other sports. Uh, It it was completely amazing to meet these people and how blind being blind has not stopped them from a single thing. Uh, We met a player that um, had was sighted at one time, lost his vision was a very strong, strong soccer player in Poland. And, uh, moved to Canada, lost his sight, and and now is one of the best players uh, in the blind soccer program. So there's currently right now um, three clubs in Canada, uh, or in Ontario, I should say, Ottawa, Kitchener, and Pickering that have blind soccer teams. And uh, we're going to be the fourth. So it's not new to Ontario, but it's new to London. Abby Lezizidi is joining us. President of Whitecaps London, as we talk about blind soccer, age range for Whitecaps London. What are you looking at? Well, we're we're open to looking at everything. We'll offer programming to every age group. Uh, again, the um, competitive circuit is mostly for players that I want to say are 14, 15 plus uh, in age group. And um, but again, we're looking to um, if if we get many blind athletes involved, uh, we'll, we'll have the proper age group separated for the proper training, right? And uh, again, we're hosting a workshop. And then we plan, we're hosting a workshop on August 2nd uh, 
at nine in the morning at Mitch's Park. And again, you have to pre-register to on our website to to take part. And um, after that, we're going to gauge how we proceed because we do want to offer a winter program and a uh, summer program for blind soccer as well. Okay, so you can head to the website for Whitecaps London, and it's slash blind. So okay, yeah, so slash blind down. soccer whitecapslondon.com slash blind soccer and you can find all kinds of information well abby this this is incredible this is this is what we should have going and you are making it happen thank you for that and can't wait to see how this goes we'll we'll have to get down and uh, and bring some video and and have a look yeah we can't wait and i'll tell you mike we were trained at this uh session in in may early may we were trained by the head coach of the blind national soccer team of France. He flew to Canada to train us at this session. And Charlie was absolutely awesome. And uh, there's a program, there's a company called Soccerability. Uh, I shouldn't say company, but uh, on social media, they're called Soccerability. And uh, it's it's run by Matt Greenwood. And he is the catalyst in Ontario for pushing blind soccer. And hopefully because of him, we'll have a national blind soccer team taking part in either a world cup or, or Olympics and hopefully players from London in that. I can't wait. Look forward to it. Abby, thanks for this. Thank you, Mike. And thank you for supporting so many of our initiatives and have a super day. Abby Lezazidis, president of Whitecaps London.